problem. Uh, especially now that I like coffee a little bit more. <sighs> that's the sound of you drinking coffee. <laughs> that is the sound of <laughs> me drinking coffee. coffee. That's, not, that's not tea or water or milk. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Juice. I can't really, like, okay. hold it up to the microphone because I don't want to spill it everywhere. But there is, in fact, coffee. Yeah. You can see it reflected off the rim, the coffee. Uh, not really. A little further. No. Yeah. No. No, not gonna pour that one. I just wanted to make sure the listeners get the. Yeah, they need to know. They need to know that it's coffee. So, um, for Christmas, have have either of you used an AeroPress? Uh, no, I've never actually used one, but I've been intrigued by them for a while now. So I got an AeroPress for Christmas, and it is basically magic. It's basically just straight magical. I don't understand it. Don't explain anymore. I I understand. Just uh, to be clear, you take like rock and a rock, and you just smush like arrows, like bows and arrows. Together. Yeah, you, you perform like an incantation over it, mm-hmm. and then and then the coffee comes out. But here's yeah. the thing: it's perfect coffee, like reliably perfect coffee, zero bitterness. Like it's, I drink this black because it is delicious, and I don't need anything out of it except the coffee. It's just. It's like the perfect cup of coffee every time, and it's really weird because I don't know how it is that that works, but it does, and it's, it's magical. The magic. Um, yeah, it's but magical. Coffee the is only... supposed to have a bitter base. That's like a major portion of the coffee flavor. I wouldn't. I'd be very wait. It doesn't have any without it. Yeah, it's yeah. It... no, no. It's 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 essentially cold brew that takes twenty seconds instead of eighteen hours, and it's hot. Hmm. Like. There is the coffee bean flavor that is closer to the coffee bean smell than the, like, sort of acrid bitterness that you get from, like, bad coffee. That's just because it's poorly made and it it's, takes too long to make it. That's not really as much the process. Well, um, no. I mean, we, if you make we, the process incorrectly. We can go into the science the science of coffee, but, like... The reason cold Let's brew is... Let's just make that is... the topic of this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the science of coffee. This is That's the science the of coffee. Top albums of the year, um, man. It's like... <laughs> top coffees of the year. That's fair. Uh, no, no. The reason that cold brew doesn't have that bitterness is because the bitterness breaks down after the actual, like... Um, wow. Word. The aromatics of the coffee. And, and so, like, when you do... Hot coffee, that happens over the course of 30 seconds. When you do cold brew, the reaction is way slower. It happens over the course of like six hours, so it's easier to get your perfect cup. The AeroPress is magical, though, and it just like, for some reason, always gives me an amazing cup of coffee. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it. The only drawback is that you can only make one cup of coffee at a time. That's a big drawback. But it takes 20 seconds, right? It, It... does yeah you like oh, that's less of a big drawback yeah it, it's probably closer to a minute and a half it's just like you have to have the hot oh, water oh so you're lying <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's a fucking lie that <laughs> changes like, everything that's all right, way longer. all right if you count it out it i takes don't do anything if it seconds. takes a minute and a half wait do you have to push the whole time or is it like self-regulated so like the 50 seconds you're sitting like god i just wish i had a cup of coffee to get me through this cup of coffee i'm making it's about it's about thirty five seconds of slow pressure. It's like a very slow French press. It's a lot of numbers you're throwing around here. Yeah, yeah. Are, the, are the these, short version, are these the uh, exact? <laughs> it's just 
Well, if you this is the, the, the coffee or the science of coffee, I feel like we need to if have you, the exact. If you all right, well, let's get scientific about it. Okay, everyone, there put is, on your lab there is there is depending on the let's put on the lab coats depending on the volume of coffee ruffle, you want ruffle, to ruffle. you want to produce. You have to grind different amounts. Depending on the speed of your grinder, the grinding process takes longer or shorter. I've got a pretty fast grinder, so I hit a button that grinds about three cups worth of coffee, which for me is one cup of w- worth of coffee because I grind it very finely and I put it all into the, the AeroPress at the same time and just use that to make one deliciously strong cup of coffee. You then take that coffee and put it into the AeroPress on top of a filter, pour in boiling water, and stir for 10 seconds. Okay? With me? You, you know, then take the press part of the AeroPress and put it on. I don't care. We're going. We're going. You're getting I left have, behind. I have a lot of and put it on top. <laughs> and put it on top of the AeroPress and put it in. And then, depending on how tall you are, if you're a short person, you might have to take both hands and like really get in there and press down. But if you're me, you just throw an elbow on top of it and kind of lean on it while you do something else. Hmm. Thirty-five to forty seconds later, you have what a if couple. You just of like these- slam your forehead against it. Ah, but that would be too fast. That would be anti-science. It's, you could it's perhaps... anti-science to move quickly. <laughs> yes. You, you could perhaps, like, lay your head gently on the top and allow the weight of your head to press down on the arrow press. Okay, that's, that's pro-science. That's not that even... is pro-science. Okay. You, have <laughs> okay. to, you have to allow the proper pressing time, or else it, I assume uh, it doesn't work right. They, that's, it says, oh, I, I it says take 40 seconds. You, you, you want to take the 40 seconds. Just trust... The method. Trust the scientific arrow pressing method. Okay. Yeah, but what about what about the magic we were talking about earlier? The yeah, magic is that the, a little. The magic yes. is that the, that that I don't know how it is that this process somehow produces a perfect cup of coffee, but it does, and it's reliable. Like, it is. It is always there. So, it is coffee that that people that don't like black coffee are generally like. Wait, you... I didn't know coffee could taste like this. Well, I generally do like black coffee. You might still it... like black coffee. It's so. I, well, it's, I do. It's... I do still like black coffee. I'm drinking some right now. So am I. It's Good. just made uh, closer to the way espresso is made. You've got the pressure and the hot water pushed through. It's actually yeah. the exact same system. It's, it's closer. It's closer to the way espresso is made, but you can't pull a bad shot, as far as okay. I can tell. Yeah. So it's, it's a, a, a cleaner Why... process. Why all yeah. these complicated procedures? Why don't we just throw some coffee grounds in some water and put throw in the microwave, you know? You can actually do that. <laughs> I mean, you live how you want to live, Camden. Yeah. No I've had good you. coffee that way before. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah, you just like literally coffee grounds, smush them, and then like just put water in there. It works fine. Yeah. It's, yeah, it could be worse. I, I look forward to the opening of your coffee shop. And never it's going to be great. There. Mine it's going to be called oh, Ted's. Smushed... Smushed microwave like, coffee. That's not that, you need a better name, dog. You smushed need a better name, dog. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh shit, have you been to SMC recently?" Yeah, I'm not very good at Catchy acronyms. I had to really acronym. concentrate on that. <laughs> <laughs> what letters do these words start with? Uh, it's a real question. Well, sometimes I, I think it's real. Gotta thank you, Josh. You really taught me a lot of things <laughs> it's my pleasure especially especially that moving quickly is anti-science moving yeah. quickly next is next anti-science time, like, you know it's good I, like drive or science uh, run or like camden ski camden <laughs> be like man i didn't know i was being so anti-science right now 
Well, Kevin? you're really rolling with the 2016 yeah. or 2017 agenda, keeping up that anti-science. Science is deliberate. Science takes its time and gets things right. Imagine if you were running and you tripped. That would be anti-science. You would what? fall. Are you saying making... making Are you saying mistakes? gravity you saying is making anti-science? Mistakes? <laughs> making mistakes is making not mistakes part of the scientific is, is And gravity. Anti- that's bad science. Where does the anti-science come in, then? Oh, no, no, no. Anti-science, that's oh, a different thing. No, anti-science so is not good, bad science. Good scientists have never made mistakes. Never, ever, yeah. ever. Everyone knows this. Yeah. So everyone fact. knows that science is right. We've and been over this. Look it up. Everything Look it up. they say is true, even just their personal opinions on time. That's right. <laughs> We've established this. I get I, it now. Okay. I'm on board. Believe I... in science. Believe in deliberation. Moving fast is anti-science. Take huh. your time. I prefer to just substitute I'm trying to think of a my... chant for this, I've, but I can't. I... Yeah, I prefer to just substitute my own, like... Shit. Yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna continue... Guys, welcome back. Welcome... Anti-science. No. Welcome back to the sounding board. (laughs) It's been some time. It's been, like, a month and a half. It's been a fucking hot minute. It's been a hot minute in some cold months. We've been on, like, extended vacations. (laughs) God. What just happened? I was laughing me. at your pun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I made it. I made it nice and delayed. You're welcome. That was that was very scientific of you. You took your time. You considered. Oh. And yeah. Then you see, laughed. I well didn't. Done. I didn't do it quickly because I. Welcome back to I the wanted... sounding board. It's, it's been some months. We've been on on break. Uh, things were happening. Um, holidays for one. Ted was moving across the country. Camden was on vacation. I was still in Seattle. What I'm saying is there are reasons that we haven't recorded for the last couple months, and that's okay. Also, I think Ted's house is being stepped on by a giant monster. I think so, too. I'm not really sure what's going on here. (laughs) So we are back uh, a a little behind schedule. To talk about 2016 in review, like, <clears throat> excuse me. 2016, that was like ages ago. It was so long ago, but sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's nice to stop, take a minute, and look back on where we've been. Yeah, true. And that's what we're here for today. That's what we're here for. Everybody died in 2016, guys. Yeah. Everybody. Like everybody. The only, we're the everybody only people died. left. The only people left. Yeah. yeah. We are the only people that didn't get raptured. We're actually making this this podcast in memoriam, and we're going to leave it in a time capsule, just a copy of this episode, uh, and like some pencils and maybe a toy plane. Like a picture, too, I think. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe a, yeah, maybe a picture of all three of us. We should, we should take a picture together. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll just take a screen so. capture of the of Skype right now. <laughs> yeah, That's the screen capture for Skype call. They'll get it. It'll make sense. <laughs> Plenty of context. That's perfect. Yeah. And we'll leave it. We'll leave it for whoever or whatever comes next. Um Yeah, man. It's it's been a long year. Uh we we saw a lot of people pass right away. Um 
and then it it just there didn't slow down at any point. Slow down. Wait, who kept died? Going. Don't tell. Who died? <laughs> Do we... yeah. yeah, we should have had a I list. I wasn't paying. I wasn't paying attention this year. So, so oh, the year started. Well, la- 2015 ended with uh, Lemmy from Motorhead, right before Christmas. Oh yeah, I like that was that. that was number one, right? 2000. Well, sort of. That was number zero. That started. Uh, the the train of celebrity death. Lemmy was patient zero. He patient you know, zero. I was gonna I say, just to point out, I don't think there are more people that died, more celebrities that died <laughs> than average last year. It's just more. I we just more, noticed maybe maybe a little more uh, concentrated on like icons. <laughs> it was yeah. more people that we were like focused on. Or that yeah. most of the popular generation yeah. or whatever has been focused on. So our first yeah. big losses, if you will. Yeah, and like it was it was dense. I mean, uh Lemmy Kilm Lemmy from Motorhead, I don't know how to say his last name. Kilmister. Um Kilmister. Followed, almost, followed, less than, followed less than two weeks later by David Bowie. What? Uh, don't <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, did you forget about it? Oh, I was man. looking forward to his, his uh, musical. Oh, well. Uh, and then, like, the pace kept up. The, the list is very long. Um, Prince is on it. Guitarist from uh, Jefferson Airplane was on it. Uh, Prince was the guitarist from Jefferson Airplane? He was. Dude, Prince uh, was the guitarist from, like, almost every band. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. He was like, Slash uh, us. Yeah, he was Slash. All those were just like alter egos. All those famous guitar players, just alter. Yeah, egos you, you know, you know that move, that new movie Split. That's actually like that's based on Prince and his twenty-three altered guitar playing egos. Yeah, You're only he didn't, he didn't kidnap or kill anybody. <laughs> you guys are Jimi Hendrix. Now. That was totally just like a little. That was just Prince. Uh, perf- that was like a little performance art thing he did when he was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing like. He was wearing, you know, stilts under like the long uh, bell-bottom jeans and like his mm-hmm. big shirts. Yeah, it was just a kid on stilts. And it was Prince. It all makes sense. I was it I was wondered for years. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say like they looked the same because I didn't want to get that race card yeah. thing Whoa. brought in. But, Whoa. but Whoa. honestly, Ted, it Ted. all makes sense I'm a, now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a Prince truther. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, but... yeah. Prince yeah. is. Yeah. Prince is pro science for sure. Let's see yeah. what's really inside Paisley Park. Yeah, what's Paisley uh, Park? I don't get that joke. Paisley Park is his uh his studio in um Michigan. It's like it, yeah, it's it's the Prince Studio. Oh, okay, that makes more yeah. sense. <laughs> Paisley Park. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. We we could we could go through a list of names. Um, that sounds depressing and boring. I'd rather not. Skip it. I'd rather not. Yeah. Let's not. I don't, I don't think not do Prince that. is actually dead. I think Prince. He's is... with Elvis now. He's he's with Elvis and Tupac. There. <laughs> <laughs> hologram world. Yeah, they're playing hologram sets at Coachella. <laughs> Coachella's just making a lot. The big of Coachella money. in the sky. Yeah, yeah the there's big, the big Coachella oh in the sky. Uh, so let's talk about things we did like in 2016. Let's talk uh, about nothing. specific 
nothing. Yeah, 2016 yeah. was rough. Ain't Let's talk about bad. about albums in 2016 that we liked. Let's start there. Let's. Do we want to start there? Do we want to start with a showstopper? I'm gonna say my my prediction in terms of 2016 being a shitty year, it ain't gonna have shit on 2017. <laughs> <laughs> that is a reasonable prediction (laughs) stressing me out but anyways anyways albums albums we liked albums we liked i'm talking i I mean because i hate the number 17 yeah that's that's what i that's what i yeah Yeah. oh i thought that was 17 was a rough year for me (laughs) yeah Yeah. i thought i thought most people hated that 17 was rough i was still in high school i didn't want to be in high school like i wake up every morning I mean, this year I woke up every morning and I'm just immediately angry because I'm like, ah, 17, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in cold sweats again. Yeah. I was like, ah, ah, Like ah. right now, we're in the 17th minute of recording on my Audacity oh thing. Oh my god, that's, you're right. That's pissing me off. I'm so <laughs> really mad. <laughs> All yeah. right, 40 second break while we wait for that to go past. <laughs> yeah, let's just do 40 <laughs> seconds of silence. <laughs> 18, I'm cool, I'm cool with 18. You know. Yeah, 18's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. 19, eh. I could yeah. take it or leave. Let's All right, wait for 22. 22 hold on, hold on, wait. Wait, wait a oh, second. Yeah, Let's wrap it back in and and uh, and find our subject again. Oh, yeah. Well, and our subject is not the number 17. Oh. Or how oh. bad 17 is. Are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty certain. sure that's like the whole subject of this podcast. Yeah. Ted? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what albums you liked this year. I want to know. Just, you can just give me list a list them quickly with tell no me explanation, and we can we can just talk about them. No, we can't. No. Oh, no talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. None of that. List them and and try your best to like not take any breaks between any of the words. Just like. I wish I had written it down in a more consistent way for me to just read them. Read them like them. you're working an auction. <clears throat> yeah, I. So I, I have it in my Spotify as I <laughs> my video stopped working a few minutes ago because my cat bumped the the video and it won't oh, work again unless cat. I leave Skype and then come back. So I was gonna show you, but it's uh, my list in my Spotify has it by song, so I can't just like quickly burn through it all. And okay. so I can't do no, that. I, sadly. Yeah, you don't. No. I don't want you to actually. So anyone through. anyone that yeah. can do that really well, I that'd be pretty great. I think that'd be like catchy and fun no one's done that before. but that's that's Just super saying. not what we're here for oh so, god catchy and fun fuck that we're here for honest real discussion man okay guard honest real discussion the past month and a half of my traveling i was spent trying to catch up on all the albums i missed which is impossible by the way yeah but i, I did yeah, spend out- about 20 hours of driving listening to albums i've never heard before and there was a lot of really great stuff that came out last year um, that I had missed. So I really enjoyed that quite a lot. And there was plenty of things you guys had talked about that I never got around to that I finally listened to that were excellent. Um, so I was very pleased about that. And um, otherwise, there aren't any big shockers on my list. Most of the stuff on there is stuff that's been out for more than, or that had been out for more or so. More than half the year, I think. Oh. Is it all uh, smooth by Santana? <laughs> yeah, for the 18th year in a row, smooth by Santana, featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox Maxbox 20, is my favorite. No doubt. Did you almost no get doubt. like? Did you almost get like Matchbox 20 and Maroon 5 mixed up? 
I no, I just I I just I stumbled. You were say Matchbox Five. Matchbox Five. <laughs> it was Matchbox Twenty's early rendition. They yeah. never quite. They went through yeah. twenty separate lineups before they found the gold. It was when it was just Rob. Yeah. Because the other fifteen weren't there yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Rob is five out of the twenty. Yeah, Rob, is, Rob right. counts as five. Come on, guys! Yeah. It's Rob. He's obviously. <laughs> Yeah, um, he can play guitar. He can sing. He can dance. He mm-hmm. can. Uh, That's three. He, he can, can look, look good. good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most importantly, <laughs> and um, he's friends with Santana. So. I was going to say that That's five out of the twenty. <laughs> what you got? All right. So Not what, what have you got, man? Um, so all the big ones. I mean, without listing my favorites. I the ones I've spent a bunch of time with that I hadn't previously. Um, I was really enjoying that Solange album that everyone's been talking about a lot. Um, I finally got around to the clipping album that Camden hated. Oh, um, Splendor and Misery. Yeah, and man, well, I'm on the same page. It starts really interesting and strong as far as I'm concerned, and then it just dies. Wait, after we're, song talking about, we're talking about we're talking about. Favorite albums. Right? I know, but I but the the songs that I liked from that I thought were so interesting and fun. Yeah, um, the beginning of that true. album is like yeah, awesome. I it's think so cool. I think he does the spaceship thing really well. I really enjoyed that. And then Aramout is a fucking banger. So yeah, there's a lot of good awesome. hidden on that album. But in general, it's not a good album, and it's only thirty minutes long. So I was pretty I, uh... disappointed there. I fucking love All Black Everything. Yeah, All Black Everything is one of my favorite songs from this year because I think he does a great job there. I don't think Camden likes it, but yeah, yeah well, man. that one. I mean, I wasn't as in love with that one as you guys mm-hmm. are, but that that wasn't you know one of the points in the album where I was like, ugh. Yeah, there were plenty uh, of bad moments though. Yeah, in that album, I think yeah, I think that one is you know like we talked about has been pretty divisive. I, a lot of people really love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gotten. I've just I've seen it get a lot of really good reception from people, you know, praising how it's like kind of a totally different thing that they're doing, which is true. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I get like I give them credit for that one for being ambitious. Yeah, and it's kind of doing something completely different. But yeah, it just wasn't wasn't my thing. Anyways, what um, about stuff you liked? Okay, stuff I liked that I hadn't gotten around to until this past month. The sad one, Bottomless Pit, I finally got around to. No joke. Oh, yeah. That Death Grips album is killer and Isn't it? so much more accessible, exactly like you it's were like, saying. It's, it's great. It's odd how Bottomless Pit is the poppy tits, and man. fun that album is. <laughs> I was yeah. listening to it at like 7 in the morning, driving through Misty, Oregon, and it was so perfect. I <laughs> loved it. Um, man. So that's one of my favorite openings of a Death Grips album. The whole like giving bad people good oh, yeah. ideas, I keep... <laughs> and then it's just people. like insane grindcore after mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about continuing to listen to that. Um, yeah, wow. I Someone yeah dropped man, the talk about me making a lot of noise. Here, let's wait where Josh knocks over everything. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, right. We always forget that Josh's microphone isn't the one we hear through, so anytime he makes a lot of sounds, we assume everyone hears it. And oh, yeah, no one's hearing the sounds. Okay. They, now, they've probably heard the uh, pop of my drink, but that's about it. I don't know. Sounds like anti-science stuff yeah. to me. But sounds just... aren't real. Um, let's see. I got to Jim James' album, Eternally oh, cool. Even. That was really nice. That was a lovely it? album. It's really yeah. good. I was quite pleased by that. There was a lot this year. Um, there's still a couple that I haven't spent enough time with. Um, Hope Sandoval put out an album. She's the chick from Who's Mazzy that? Star. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. um, and it felt like a Mazzy Star album. So if you're a big Mazzy Star album or fan, look up <laughs> you're Hope a big Sandoval. Mazzy Star album. If you're one of those Mazzy Star albums that got put out, um, look up Hope Sandoval and the Warm Intentions. Or Invention, not Intentions. That's a different idea. <laughs> warm Intentions, um, yeah. <laughs> Let's see, let's see. Uh, Chance the Rapper's third EP was garbage. I fucking hated it. I was so <laughs> mad the entire time I listened to it. You mean mixtape, not EP? Yeah, right? what, that's what I meant yeah. to say. Um, it was just Coloring like... Book. yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was just fucking too much gospel and so much <laughs> going on. The Early on when he's talking about like... My life is so great, and I respect that because, I mean, it is really, he does have a good life, and it's cool that he's acknowledging it and all that, but he's talking about, like, hanging out with his buddy Kanye and his kid hanging out with Anianse or whatever. I just didn't care. I hated it, and I couldn't. <laughs> uh, I was, it was oh, hard. That's funny. That's funny. I, I, I I actually was kind of I didn't hate it, but I didn't like coloring book nearly as much. Oh yeah, as I was I, I thought I thought it was okay. Um I thought I the the... I thought the like cuz it got like insane positive reception. I thought that was kind of strange. It was like Yeah. It was kind of the one this year where I like didn't understand like the you know just like how overwhelming the response was to it cuz there was so many like it was on, like, so many top fives, you know, like, in the top threes of, like, a lot of... Yeah, it was way up there stuff. for a lot of people. Like, I don't know, I, there must have been something I didn't get from it that a lot of people did. Like, it definitely connected with a lot of people in a big way. Um, I thought it was, like, a, you know, good project from him. I didn't think it was nearly as good as Acid Rap, but... That was kind of where I landed, too. There were yeah. a couple tracks on there that I liked a lot. I really liked uh, Same Drugs, and I really liked Mixtape. But yeah. by and large, Mixtape that is album awesome. was... I like that song. Mixtape is excellent. Mixtape is yeah. really good. Um, but by and large, the album didn't really click with me, either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe there's so a reason we're doing a podcast. That's our, that's our sounding board. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't, uh, sounding board mystery of the year. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. I know why... I know why... I guess I get why people... I get why people like Chance Rapper because I like him too. But yeah, no, I to- after Acid Rap, I really do, and I had it a little before, but I do get yeah. the appeal, but not with this mixtape. I thought this, and I liked tape. that uh, that Surf album a lot. Yeah, Surf was that fun. One. That was a really that was the um, social experiment. Uh, yeah, was super fun. I don't think I was in love with it, but I really liked really liked that mm. one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what he does with a full album, but. Hmm. I'm I mean, yeah, happy I didn't, that I didn't this wasn't his like, first official. Yeah, I didn't album understand release. the like crazy high praise it got. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because he was it. spending so much time praising and stuff that everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> we got a praise too." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
yeah, but, observation. <laughs> uh, yeah. I listened to a number of other albums um, over the period. What number? Some of them were good. Something like 40 or 50 albums okay. is a lot. Um, that is and, a lot of albums. Yeah, Can't there were a couple that That's I did not ever listen to. Listen to <laughs> all of. Um, I tried to focus on the ones that got a lot of attention because that happens every year where there's some on like NPR list where like, wow, I never heard of this. I'll have mm-hmm. to check it out now. Um, there was one that I put off listening to for a while, L.A. Salami, that I was kind of excited about, and then it wasn't super exciting um one oh one that i did go back to a couple times was the um uh childish gambino's album awaken my love um the one we we talked about briefly when it came out it has uh-huh. a, a really solid opener that has suffers from being a little too overproduced and then the rest hadn't grabbed me so i didn't finish it but i finished it um twice or three times or so and i still feel pretty similar <laughs> But there's yeah. one more song on there that I showed Camden called Redbone, and that song is fucking great. That song was awesome. Yeah. That was a really great yeah. song. It's it's pretty interesting because um, most of his music doesn't work for me, but when it does work for me, I'm so into it. Um, and then Redbone is followed by another song that is fucking terrible. It's so, it's bad, like outright. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Um, but if you like Chance the Rapper and haven't made it to the album, definitely check out Redbone. I mean, Childish Gambino. Yeah, sorry, Childish Gambino. The C's are really what confuse me. <laughs> I promise that's what it is. Um, yeah, why do rappers have names that start with the same letters, you know? Like, yeah, they they're, really they're need 20, to... There are 26 letters. <laughs> like, just pick one that no one uses. Yeah, you one know? letter there's per pl- person. plenty out Come there. Come on. <laughs> Well, I mean, all right, check it, though. Some people are being super greedy and taking up more than one letter. Like, Kanye's got K, but he's also got Yeezy with Y. And you would think Y would be a pretty free letter, but it's super not. That's true. And then, like, do you classify Lil Wayne as L for Lil or W for Wayne? You could go either way. It's definitely an L. (laughs) No, but Wheezy, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Lil Wayne has Wheezy, too. Maybe yeah. a W. I'll have to get him good old George Bush in there. I'll yeah, be... I would say pretty much every rapper I can think of has an alternate name. Shit. <laughs> True. You're right. Picking up more letters. Man, who knew yeah. they were so selfish? God. How about how about how about hey, how about Kendrick how about is Asap gracious Rocky? though. His his uh, alter alternate names just also start with K. Same with True. Killer Mike. It's Killer or Killer Mike. No, he's sometimes Mike. <laughs> is he? Yeah. yeah. I guess like you true. think about he you says, think about he says his full name sometimes. He says Michael y- Render sometimes on the album. Yeah. You think about you think about a Christmas fucking miracle. LP calls him Mike. Oh. Yeah. He says, and Mike does say says, Jamie sometimes. Yep. yep. So they've got Shit. multiple. Mm-hmm. Man, damn it! I thought there were enough letters. I guess that won't. There work. aren't enough letters. Yeah. We need we need another <laughs> alphabet. We need alphabet two. Yeah, twenty six just isn't enough for the rappers. We need to provide our rappers <laughs> with more letters. <laughs> this is important. Don't laugh. This is some fucking twenty seventeen science. This is yeah. This si- is pro this science has to be right taken here. care of. This is the big issues. 
<laughs> yeah. We're getting down it. to them in 2017. We're talking about it. Not enough letters out there for rappers. Come on, guys. Let's get some more in here. <laughs> uh, what about oh, one that's or... just like a spiral and has like some ears on it? Oh, shit, like a cat we'll face, call but it like, without we'll the call cat it face? Like, we'll call it like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, were you choking on something? We call it just... No, that's that's the letter is... <laughs> Wait, uh, dude, uh, you Hair should ball. ask. You should get someone to do a Heimlich on you. Oh, I'm worried about. No, if he's still making no the noise, here. you don't do the Heimlich. Yeah. It's once sound doesn't come out anymore. That's when the Heimlich is necessary. So science, science. So this someone, is science. So like, Killer Mike could say, "My name is Killer Mike," or. or <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, okay, yeah, let's let's talk about some more albums, guys. Um, yeah, I, I Ted, wonder if Ted's ever going to get to his favorite albums of the year. Well, I wasn't yeah, sure Ted's, if Ted's, we wanted me to jump we, right into that. No, 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 we, we wanted we, to talk we, about ones that weren't aren't our favorite. But we, we talked, liked. we talked, we talked about doing the catch up thing next week instead of this week. Is yeah, what oh, we talked man. about. We haven't caught up at anything. We've just talked about a bunch of shit. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My favorite albums. Of the year, the ones that I've spent the most time with. Um, oh boy! No particular order, sort drum of. Drum roll. Uh, drum <laughs> roll. My f- the first ones that I would definitely want to mention are um, our two big idol albums of the year: the Black Star and You Want a Darker. Um, speci- I mean, part of it is because of like what they are, the fact that sixty and like eighty-year-old man men who are Sorry. both in their prime fucking 40 years ago um pumping out incredible albums um that are of this sort of like degree is incredible and they're both just really great albums i'd have to say i like black star a bit more it's a bit more listenable but i thoroughly still enjoy them both so i thought they should be on this um angel olsen's my woman is one of my most listened to albums from this year i think it's a fucking gorgeous album and i love it mm-hmm. i keep going back to that one more than i expect to um, yeah i don't i don't know it's probably because it's it's perfect and she's perfect <laughs> it is it is really good um and the singles from oh, it i shit. think sorry catch me more than, sounds <laughs> catch me more than it. anything else uh but yeah I, I i liked it when i listened to it i didn't think i would go back to it as much as i have yeah, I really liked it initially, but I I have listened to it so many times this year. Yeah, I think, it's I think that was I'm like so a big for her next project, a big step forward for her. Definitely, like it seemed like it kind of established her as like a songwriting force. For mm, her. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's, yeah, it's I, that's a great album. Um, I'm I'm interested I don't, I don't to see what I, she does next. And yeah, I don't think I have if, that one on uh, my list, but that was a great one. Yeah. If you have not listened to the Song Exploder episode that is her talking about writing um, Shut, Shut Up, Up Kiss, Kiss Me, Me that's good you one, absolutely yeah. should. It's excellent. It's I really still good. haven't listened to that. I need to. I haven't yeah, listened to any would, of them. They all sound so would, good, and I'm so bad. You would be way them. into it. You should do that. Yeah, because that's if, – if Angel Olsen isn't on your favorite album of the year, Shut Up, Kiss Me deserves to be on some of your favorite songs of the year. Oh, that yeah. Song is so that song is excellent. Fucking excellent. Fun. Mm-hmm. That was like um, – my summer anthem 
Actually, yeah. I don't even remember if that came out in the summer. It was still uh, no, it we, came out like it, August, I think. Yeah, yeah. We, we we actually complained about that. We said it should have come out. In the That's, summer. Right. That's right. I do remember that. It's such a fucking fun song. Um, yeah, yeah. So followed by that, uh, one of the big up and comers that happened on my drive. I finally got around to the Avalanches album. Holy shit, that yeah. is so good. Yeah, Man. Wildflowers. That's an excellent album. I think yeah, that you, probably makes my list too. That's you've been telling me to listen to that for so long, and I finally got around to it. And yeah. man, it is great. So I'm taken by that. Or had you guys like? I think did we did we already talk about the whole Avalanches thing? Like how much of an anticipated album that was? Yeah, you really. mentioned it when it or, came out briefly. So, but feel free to give us a run. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have listen to them before but uh before this album came out they were one of those bands like they had one album that came out in like 2000 called since i left you mm-hmm. um that was uh it's not exactly the same as wildflower it's just like a sort of like sampling plunder phonics album it's just like one of those albums where it's like hundreds of different samples thrown together to make really weird stuff and it's like it's kind of like a, a sampling and like instrumental hip-hop classic uh, so they made that album in 2000, and then like it, it was just one of those bands where people were talking about like, oh, when's the follow up coming up, you know? And they kept yeah. talking about it like every few years, or like, oh, we got some stuff recorded, blah blah blah. But yeah, but Wildflower was that finally coming out, and I think it like you know lived up to pretty high expectations because you know this is a uh, you know follow up album that comes out 16 years later. <laughs> It's nuts sure. that it can manage yeah. that. Yeah, and it's uh, it's really different. It did a lot more, you know, they focused a lot more on, like, bringing in guest artists and doing, like, collaborations with all kinds of people. And they yeah. did such a good Which job Which is a different style from the, the first one, because, like, the first album is just, like, a, like, sample hip-hop album. A really good one. Okay. Like, that's, you, sh- you guys should definitely listen to Since I Left You if you haven't. Um, but, yeah. It's, there was, like, huge anticipation and like pressure on that album to be great <laughs> you know <laughs> like and i i loved it yeah i love that album um i think it's great it's it's kind of like uh you can tell especially with like the um you know just like the aesthetics of it it's kind of like a uh modern like throwback to like psychedelic era uh albums especially with you know me called wildflower and has like the you know album art that looks like that sly and the family stone cover uh mm-hmm. yeah it's I, great uh, that was uh, for me for me like i cannot get on enough of some of those tracks like frankie sinatra is fantastic subways is yeah. fantastic like mm-hmm. there's some really good stuff yeah. on that album also yeah, good shit the serial song with Biz Marquee is gold. <laughs> Holy shit. I had forgotten about that being on there until it started playing when I was driving through Seattle or something, and I laughed so hard the entire time. <laughs> I love Biz Marquee. He's so great. Um, all right, well, other than Avalanches, um, big obvious one for me, Car Seat Headrest is... Uh, the the album that I would say I have hard to say grown to love the most because I love all of these that's why they're on my list but it's the one that I know the best um, every time I listen to the album 
Like every at every song, there's one point where I go, "Oh my god, I fucking love this song." Like yes. halfway through, when I remember, and then like uh, after I, I think 1937, which is just a little more than halfway through the album, I I think every song after that is a perfect closer song and then i remember it's not the last song and i just get and more you just excited. keep going and it just keeps yeah. being amazing and like dude i cannot get enough of that dude's ability to write a long song like mm-hmm. he he is like there are i i've had trouble pitching this album to people because all of the songs on it are like six minutes plus and like <laughs> yeah. some well, of them are super, up to like super long 12, for an album minutes. of its style it's like 70 plus minutes yeah that's super long for like an indie rock and like (laughs) that doesn't usually happen like that yeah but like every song on that album i'm i'm with you this is um this is in my top two for album of the year definitely every song on that album is like they're long but i don't think any of them are longer than they need to be yeah they they really maintain that length without making me feel like okay let's wrap it up now buddy and, and and i think that's kind of an interesting thing because like i was trying to to show some one of my coworkers some songs from this and i looked up um vincent and the the official video for vincent is three minutes shorter than the actual song is and i started listening to it and i went oh no 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 no, no. this isn't right this is not <laughs> what uh this is not this song you're missing parts you, yeah, you're, no. missing, you're, you're missing like a minute and a half of the like little guitar noodling intro that like is crucial. You have to have the little guitar noodling intro. Yeah. You can't have the four minute version of this song. You need the seven minute version. It's worth it. Don't worry. Like this is not what I wanted you to listen to this, but not this one. I need you to find the real thing. And that's interesting because like everything that is not on the album from this is like a shortened version of the song. It's, it's really weird. Um, because the long versions are so fucking good. Like, they're so good. And the writing is so smart and clever and funny and, like, sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, sorry for, for hijacking no. your, your segment here, Ted. No, those are all my same feelings. So I have I am happy for that. I'm happy there's consent in my liking the album, if you will. Um, hey, I yeah. hope you guys don't get distracted, but I'm going to disrobe. Oh, oh, God. Hold on. Oh, Everyone stop talking. I... <laughs> I talking about car seat headrests does make me want to just yeah. Me, um, well, taking off that his robe and, makes that me want to take off my robe. Several cups of coffee with a robe on gets you all toasty Bold. and warm. Yeah. Bold. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm I'm totally with you. Like the stuff here, it's everything in this. Like I started out liking the middle chunk of this album. Like I started out liking uh, "Destroyed by Hippie Powers." Through Cosmic Hero, and then every time I'd listen to it, like that section that I would, that I really loved would extend by a song in one direction or the other, and mm-hmm. like now it's just the whole fucking thing. Now the whole fucking thing is just remarkable. It's it is yeah. It's been he, he did yeah. Go ahead. It's sorry. been narrowed. No, it's okay. It's been narrowed down to a five second window of things I don't like in the album, and it's the <laughs> intro. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's the very beginning. You're listening to car seat headrest. Yeah. Yeah, the like the like Ugh. weird indie indie thing. Like you're uh, listening to car seat headrest. Yeah, it makes me. <laughs> it but almost it almost took it out of the top top list. <laughs> 
I think that was a really bad choice, and I am very upset about it. But <laughs> I'll I guess send the rest to, Will Toledo a letter yeah, and be like, let him know. We're, ver- we're very upset about your decision with the opening clip. Yeah. If like, you can, fuck. Yeah, if, if we can just, like, cut that part out, perfect album. No doubt. I can make you. I can make you a new mix of that song, Ted. Oh, that would be so great. Because fuck, I hate that part so much. Um, but yeah, I, I was reading various reviews because this album did super well for a lot of the lists um, around the internet and whatnot. Uh, and I agreed with most of what was said. And there was a lot of throwing around of like, it's impressive um, having a rock album of this style or whatever. I'm not sure if that's true, but I really love it. And if you haven't gotten around to it, definitely do, because it's, it's one of the best ones that came out this year, I think, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would absolutely agree with that. And then the last one I want to bring up is uh, another one that I've been pushing all year, Cause, Honor, Killed the Samurai. Oh, yeah. Uh, man. It's a good yeah. album. Yeah, it's a great fucking album. I... Cause still underrated as fuck. Yeah, I don't know why anyone, no one talks about him, and no one doesn't know... And, no one knows him at all, and it's stupid, and I hate it because it's so it's fucking good. Because his style good. is so like somber and reflective, and yeah, it's like, yeah, it's true. But it's stupid, and I want everyone to know about him because <laughs> he's so <laughs> fucking great. And it would be really fascinating to see him feature on various people uh, or with various people. Yeah, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are also one of the lame fucks that haven't checked out Ka yet definitely do because that album was great and I loved it and he hasn't put out an album that I've gotten around to so far which I've only gotten around to like three but that's okay but I love all three of them like high ranking amounts of affection from me mm-hmm. yeah yeah got... yeah Ka's awesome those yeah. are all my albums I've got if we have time or whatever, I've got a couple songs to mention, but I don't really need to. So why didn't someone else hop in? Yeah, okay. Like? Um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I liked and was disappointed by this year. Um, uh, I want to start like very briefly with the things that I was really anticipating and that just didn't do it for me. Ooh, um, I might have to write some of mine down. That'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be definitely yeah. fun. <laughs> uh, like... I fucking love the kills. I've loved the kills for many years. Uh, oh, I forgot I think... they even put an album out this year. Yeah, they put out an album called called Ash and Ice. They promised that it would be a a a departure from what they'd done before, and it wasn't. It just wasn't interesting. It was just it was boring. I didn't like. I really wanted to like their new thing because, man, Midnight Boom remains one of my favorite albums ever. Uh, Blood Pressures is way popular and more accessible and, like, not the things I love about them, but still very good. Ash and Ice, I just... I, I, I couldn't care. Like, I couldn't care. It was fine, I guess. Like, but, but like, it's the same reason that I, like... Negativity by Deer Tick was fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. which is tremendously it, I feel disappointing. Like boring, boring albums are way more upsetting than bad albums. Yep. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because at least it bad was... albums, you can be like, "Well, what the fuck?" Your kid's kind of like interesting in a way. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you you took you took no steps with this. You didn't. 
I wish you did something because I love the material you put out so you put out so much, and you you just like it feels phoned in in a way that like, ugh. so that that sucked. Um, Anderson Pock. I oh, really yeah. liked all of Anderson Pock's features last year. I thought he was on the up. And then Malibu was not very good. Um, yeah, that, that was another one. Tons of people were really into that album, too. I, uh, and I it, I didn't really get to form an opinion on it. I listened to it a couple times, and I liked the times I listened to it. But, but so it you, didn't, you, didn't, it, you kind of you felt I expect, not super good. I, it, it was okay, um, but I expected a lot more after how much I liked all of his features. Like, the album okay. itself, like... I want to keep hearing him on other stuff. I I don't know that he had enough to like re- make a really compelling album there. Um, like I think he's talented, but but he didn't. It didn't seem inspired. I guess. Um, yeah, there there are a couple more. I'm just kind of glancing through lists to see if I've forgotten anything um, as as I go. But uh, I'm gonna throw in some things as I see them that I that I did really like. Uh, I feel like um, we should mention, at least in passing, Untitled Unmastered. Uh, I won't. Besides I won't do thing. it. But, like, <laughs> there was there was enough cool, weird shit on there that I really liked. Uh, That's a I fucking wish... fantastic B-side. Oh, it's great. Like, yeah. That I B-side wish... could be an album in itself. It's fantastic. I wish that they were titled in a way where I knew which song was which. That's all. <laughs> yeah, they're all, all yeah, they're all titled the same thing. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I like that. when I when I want to go back to that album and listen to a track, I don't know which one I want to listen to. Yeah, you have to listen um, to a track. You got to listen to it more, man. Yeah, apparently. They're all pretty distinct. Uh, <laughs> that's true. There was something else here that I saw a second ago that I really wanted to bring up and I'm looking for it. Um Where is it? Shit. Uh, By the way, everyone noticed how prepared I was? I wrote my shit so down. Prepared. Yeah, so you prepared. were. I was impressed. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, hey, hey, you guys remember last year when The Life of Pablo came out? Because I almost don't. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot. I, I was reminded of it last night. Sierra was yeah. sending out an angry like, Oh, yeah, we were doing it. her uh, computer science homework assignment. And it was like, it's like terrible, you know, website making from the 90s and i was like mm-hmm. you know what kind of looks like those websites is the cover art of life of Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh. I, yeah uh... that that's another one that like I, I i think basically kanye can do anything and all the critics will like praise it as genius but but have so you gone back and like... listened to it now that he has fixed wolves? yeah yeah, and I've added listened, a whole I've new listened. track. He added a new track. There's a new I track know, on the Saint, end of that Saint album. Pablo. Yeah, I've listened. I've listened to the newest. Yes, one, yeah. um, that's weird. That's really weird. Uh, yeah. Iggy Pop. Let's talk about Iggy Pop for a second. I like Iggy Pop. No. I've liked Iggy Pop for a long time. I really like Josh Homme. I thought Josh Homme and Iggy Pop would be really good together. Wrong. It's about it's, <laughs> Hello, it's about what you expect. Man. Like. It was cool. It had no staying power. None. Not even a little bit. Um, yeah. No no staying power at all. Um, 
I just learned something, by the way. Oh, I just learned that? something that I didn't know. The Heavy had the album come out last year. Yeah, they did. I didn't yeah. listen to it. To it. I, had yeah, it uh, I, I started I... listening to it, and it does not start interestingly, was as far <laughs> as I'd gotten. And then I was like, all right, next. I think I, I got I, um, it from the... Uh... Uh, like KSUA free CD box and never the put bin. it in. It never, it never made Alan's, it to the top I don't want to listen to this bin. Oh, oh, oh. An album that I think I was the only person here that listened to, uh, Frightened Rabbits, Painting of a Panic oh, Attack. Yeah, I didn't Oh, to I remember the album name being great. Yeah. Um, this is a weird criticism. But I love... But but it's it's too well, much The National. It's too much of the national. As someone well, who loves the just, national, it just sounds like it's ripping them off. Or, well, I think it was produced by one of the members of the national, but it just sounds uh... like the national with a slight, slight Irish accent, and it's not that good. Um, oh, okay. Albums that I really did like, though. Let's <laughs> yeah, do albums let's that do... I really did like. Let's now that I've kind of, all, kind of complained about a lot of stuff, uh, albums that I really did like. Um, okay. A sailor's guide to Earth. Oh yeah. What's that one? That was, that was... Uh, Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Oh, the Sturgill Simpson one. Okay, yeah. Bill that explains Sturgill. Sturgill. That album. That album was really good, and I wanted to make sure that we mentioned it. Uh, very, very pretty album. Um, made made for his son. His his son, and it's like, if that was what all country music was, I would love that genre. Like oh, that, that album is. Small box. Yeah, I would live in a small box. That album is. There's really a good. lot of country like, music like that, man. I believe you. That album is really <laughs> good. Um, God. <laughs> I'm 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 trying to hit on a few things before I get to the the stuff that's at the very top of my list because there were a couple albums that just stood above the rest for me. Um, oh. Symbols eat guitars. I have oh, gone yeah. back to Pretty Years again and again, and particularly in the last two weeks, Pretty Years is just like it's been in my head in a way that it kind of wasn't, even though I was listening to it last year. There are just there are some tracks and some riffs on that album that are like just undeniable. They are so so good, and like I'll find myself kind of humming them, which is weird because I'm usually not. A big noise rock like wall of soundy person, and they they definitely push towards that more than I normally go, and and it's awesome. That album is really good, and if you haven't spent time with it yet, and I'm not sure if either of you have had the time to to listen to it yet, it's I listened to it once when it came out. Yeah, That's it's a <laughs> it's a big step in a very good direction for them, and and I'm way into it. I uh, like. Teddy, you should listen to that album. Yeah, I keep meaning to, and I also still hear pretty ears every time you say it. Pretty ears. And I have to really concentrate. And I I have pretty ears. Yeah. But I I should get around to it. Especially if they go more in the noise rock style, because that's what I prefer. So I think that would be fun. Yeah, they take some steps in that direction. Uh, and, And the thing about this album for me um, is that in the last album, I was all about their lyrical content. Um, and and how nostalgic and sweet it made me feel. In this album, I like the music more um, mm. than I like the lyrics. Like the lyrics are still good, but like the riffs and the guitar work in this, just like 
are excellent. It, they're excellent. They're really, 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 really good. And they're really catchy um, in a way that I didn't necessarily expect from them. And and that's cool. Like, that is a cool thing to come from that band. Uh, I feel very vindicated this year, by the way. Very vindicated. vindicated. Extremely vindicated. Because am, last year... Last year, I was like, hey, check out these two rad bands, Cymbals Eat Guitars and Car Seat Headrest. And this year, they released two amazing albums. So yeah, like, that worked out really well for you. Yeah, like that worked out great for me. I was like, these, these, these bands are great. It'll be great. And then they were, in fact, great. Like, really, really great. Um, glancing through a couple more, just to make sure I'm not missing anything. I've been so so part of the reason I'm doing this now is that I've spent the last week going back to King Push Prelude, which is a 2015 album. I know and, that was supposed to come out this year. Yeah, I think my new I biggest mean, disappointment of 2016 is that King Push didn't come out. I know. Um, yeah. Well, uh, but man, King Push Prelude for, is really good, and it's, it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> taken my focus away from 2016 albums in a way that I really didn't expect so when we said we were going to record on saturday like this saturday today i was totally not ready (laughs) (laughs) well last time we talked you had been talking pretty highly about ghostface and you were avidly saying he was on your your list i believe not ghostface not ghostface i'm getting to that i don't think he released anything this year no he didn't no you're thinking of schoolboy and i schoolboy it's the face thing yeah yeah blank face yeah, yep. blank face. We're going to get it. there, I promise. You're, like that, you're that, spoiling I'm, Josh's you're list. You're spoiling my well, list. I, he's been looking on the computer because he didn't write it down. So well, that, one is, sure that is the forget. one that I was avoiding it's gonna, saying. It's going to come up in, in alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that I was avoiding saying, but I guess like we'll just go to the end now. Um, That's the blank really face we'll just skip the rest of it. <laughs> we'll just skip the rest of my list and go straight to the end. Perfect. Uh, blank face LP. Um, this is, and I like this was my big concern in trying to make a list this year, is that Blank Face LP and Teams of Denial are both at the very top, and like I, I, I am not, I have not been able to choose, and like I've, I, I strongly considered flipping a coin on this one <laughs> because like that is where I am with these two albums and um, how torn I am between them. I think, and you, I've already said how much I like Teens of, Teens of Denial, but um, I think Blank Face is a fascinating album and a like tremendously unexpected one from Schoolboy. Because totally. Schoolboy, like Schoolboy, his last thing he put out um, was Oxymoron, Oxymoron. which... Yeah which was a like it was a party record it was fun it was goofy it was like you wanted to kind of move and dance to it it was cool it was really good and i liked it a lot blank face is not that blank face is dark and smoky and mysterious and threatening and like the in my head and maybe this is a bad comparison but in my head it is the comparison that i make um Good Kid Man City is a story about like finding your way out of a lifestyle and finding your way out of and, and defying like where you come from and the stereotypes of and and like paths available to people from that background whereas Blightface seems like the opposite it seems like like 
rather than trying to find the goodness of God and escape, you the 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 subject character, if there is one, is instead sinking deeper in, into that darkness and and kind of embracing it. And like I fucking love it. It is so good. And that first song, Torch, and the production on that song, and like the the like stuttery vocals. Um, that they they do and the way they draw things out is just so fucking awesome. Like I love that shit so much. And then basically the whole thing from there is awesome. And like when I listen to that album, I get into it and I like sit at my desk and I headbang and like I I like if 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 I get angry, like I'm angry when I listen to that album and it's fucking rad. I love it. It's so good. Like. And to have it come from from Schoolboy, who I expected like party rap from, like what? Where did this come from? It, well, he had it's... done uh, some of his albums before. I mean, he had always had tracks that were you know gritty and yeah, stuff like that. But this is just kind of like a emphasis on that style and kind of delves deep into it. And it's yeah, I love this album too. Like, I think it's easily yeah. one of the best hip-hop albums this year yeah um, and um, like totally totally yeah like i didn't expect something that ambitious from him i guess mm-hmm. yeah um, absolutely it's ambitious. And the, like it, the production's like weird it's like unconventional um there's there are not a lot there are like a few you know like catchy uh songs on there um like you have uh you know that part which is kind of like the token club banger on there uh but yeah it's, and, and i would say I mean, probably my least favorite song the oh, original really? mix of that part is probably oh, yeah. my least favorite well, that's song the on that black, album. that's because the black hippie mix exists <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you, and you don't have to listen to kanye go like okay okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like like the good stuff I on that album the strip like, club got some glitter i'll make <laughs> uh the good stuff on that album like torch i've mentioned like torch is just the only an amazing song song. it's it's so ambitious and like mean and weird and oh just there's so much good shit on that one track and the the production on it is crazy like the second half of that track the production is insane and it's it's super cool um groovy tony is amazing uh ride out whatever you want uh dope dealer dude vince vince staples on ride out is like one of my favorite features of the year oh my god he's so good he's so good (laughs) that's the uh because in i don't remember what park it is but in we beat with everybody lighter that 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 verse is unreal like i love it it's mm. Yeah, um, John Mu- John Muir. Uh, oh, did you already mention Big Body? Like, yes, I did. Oh man, E forty, E forty, man, E forty, so good. I can't, uh, I can't listen to Dope Dealer without making a stink face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched the uh, the the video for it? Oh, there's a video. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's a music. Video. I didn't, it's I like... didn't know there was a video for that one. Yep, I'd seen yep, like yep. the videos for most of the other ones, but I hadn't seen that one. I'll have to look. That it's up like, it it's like. Yeah, it's like life of a drug dealer grow up shit. It's really good. 
awesome. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I love this album. This album um, is so different than, than Teens of Denial. Um, obviously, like, worlds apart, but, like, in my head, they're they are just, like, they're both at the top. And, and like, I've always liked Schoolboy Q. I didn't think there would become a time where I, where I went, like, I think this man had the best album of the year. But it's awful close, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. This mm. is, yeah, this is the first full album from him that I've, like, loved all the way through. Yeah. That I thought yeah. was a... Because he's always been, like... I've listened to, you know, his other stuff as it come out, and, like, I really like all his singles. I think he's, like, a... He was, like, a really good singles artist. Um, and I liked, like, most of the stuff on Oxymoron, but I honestly, like, didn't go back and listen to it that much. You know, I listen to, like, tracks from it now and then. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, shit's good. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, great. it's really fucking good. It's really, 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 really good. Um... Oh, and <laughs> really good out of ten. Yes, really good out of ten. <laughs> and and uh, honorable mention, um, Run the Jewels three came out on Christmas. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that's technically a twenty sixteen. Like I can't we I can't put it on a list, but like I'm digging it. I'm still listening to it. It's yeah. it seems rad. Um, I could put it on a list as you can see. <laughs> oh did you? Oh wow. <laughs> I guess it's good we waited so long. You could put it on a list now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, that's that's pretty much everything for me. I think um, there was some other stuff that I was kind of disappointed in, but uh, we don't. This is a, a celebration time. Let's talk yeah, about it's time to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Camden? What'd you get into this um, year? So yeah, I have a few things. I'll probably mention some stuff at the bottom really quickly. Uh, I thought it would be fun to mention some disappointments. <laughs> Sorry to bring the tone since you brought it up. That's always kind of a fun thing to look back at. Uh, my biggest disappointments, I'll only name a few, were definitely. I've got to say, I hate to say it, but the uh, Animal Collective album from this year is. Probably, I forgot this. Was, that was this year. It's probably, yeah. Is, or last year is probably the biggest disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because and it's it's the same sort of thing. Like I don't know, I like all their albums, uh, even the ones I didn't like initially, like have grown on me, and I found things to love about them. Like their last one, Centipede Hurts, I did not like at first, but then mm-hmm. it grew on me, and now I really like that album. Um, but yeah, uh, Painting with was just. I don't know. It was just kind of lackluster. There were there were a couple like really good singles, and then a lot of it was just like it was so like stripped back from what they usually did. It felt like so less ambitious and like explore like exploratory. Um, mm. I don't know. It, it kind of yeah. It was just one of those things. Like it was mostly disappointing because it was kind of boring compared to most of their other music. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I have not like gone back to it since. I have, this yeah, summer. I haven't either. I don't have any desire to. You know, like, so yeah. I can just listen to like. I forgot it came any, out. Any it number of their point. other any any number of their other albums that I love. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Animal Collective painting with biggest disappointment of the year. Uh, the Clipping album 
was a pretty big one. It was the me. most lis- misleading. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was how you worded it. Yeah, especially because <laughs> I the the Riggle EP came out this year that I fucking loved. Yeah, Riggle like, was I, I listened killer. to that like over and over again. I was like, oh man. Oh, so they're like, they're playing. Like what... Yeah, they're 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 playing uh, at the Crocodile here in Seattle on February twenty second, and I don't know yeah. if we're going to be getting Riggle clipping or Splendor and Misery clipping. Either would be cool That'd to see live. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would totally go see them. Yeah, um, I'm thinking. I mean, I'm planning. They're on not. It. They're not just going to play Splendor and Misery. That album's like thirty minutes long. Yeah, that's true. That'd be a fucking lame <laughs> yeah. concert. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, you know, Riggle came out, and I fucking love that EP. I listened to it over and over again, and I was like, man. And then I heard they they had an album coming out like two months after it or something. Yeah, like, and then air him out as I a am, single. I was I was ready. Yeah, and air him out came out, and it's like one of the best fucking bangers they've ever done. I was yeah, like, man, this is gonna be fucking nasty. <laughs> like, and then we got Splendor and Misery, which maybe is like if I had gone into it with no expectations, maybe I would have taken it differently. But nah. I think I was wanting a version of what they do that maybe they're not as interested in doing anymore. Which is which is fine. Yeah, but uh, we'll find out. Yeah, that was a big disappointment for me. I was also going to mention, um, because this was actually like a bad album, was the uh, uh, the new Crystal Castles album. Oh, I didn't even listen to it. Fucking garbage. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's like it's like a third rate, like random band trying to copy crystal castle sound like that's oh, how awkward <laughs> it is just kind of sad and like the new vocalist just does like an alice glass impression and <laughs> it was just it was just super lame um yeah like i'm not interested in if you're gonna like change up the lineup and like do new things like try something new out don't try to just fucking rehash you know right off of it what you did before that's that's lame um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are my those are my big uh, disappointments. Um, as far as like, I want to do a few honorable mentions of ones that uh, I maybe didn't think were amazing albums, but listened to a lot, or like ones I'm kind of starting to listen to more, but haven't got a solid opinion on. Um, the uh, the Nick Cave album is kind of like that's right i hadn't gone back to that one enough it's kind of like an emotional brick so i've only listened to it like a few times but every time i've been like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it's like some of the saddest shit i've ever heard uh that's great especially if you like nick cave like he's one of those artists he's just consistently every three or four years releasing amazing albums and he's been doing it for like 30 years you Mm -hmm. know um one of the most like dependable <laughs> people for good albums. Um, the Isaiah Rashad album, Sun's Tirade. Yeah, that was a fun I album. I meant to listen to that and didn't because I, I like Isaiah Rashad. I've come, yeah, I've come back to it a lot. I really like it. It's a great like chill out hip hop album. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend that. Uh, the Woods album from this year, which I think is called like it's some super long name. Uh, I listened that to that a lot this summer. It's not anything like super special or amazing. It's kind of like a uh, you know folksy Americana type lo-fi 
indie rock band, but they they you know they're really good songwriters. This stuff is a uh, you know really has stuck with me through the year. That one's called City Sun Eater in the River of Light. Like that like that album a lot. Definitely recommend it if you're into that style. Uh, the new Tycho album, yeah, I thought was awesome. Um, yeah, haven't listened to it enough to like solidify a spot, but I was really happy with it because I wasn't like thrilled on the last one and. This one, I think he did enough, you know, enough new stuff, and still kind of sticking with you know the signature Tycho sound. That one's called Epoch. Uh, yeah, that one's great. Um, some an artist that I've been listening to a lot very recently that had an album out last year, Ian William Craig, is sort of like a modern classical guy, and he does stuff with a uh, uh, all kinds of like experimental stuff with his voice like he'll do a lot of composition with just like chopped up drones with his voice and like piano and stuff he had an album called centers that came out Mm -hmm. this year that i've been listening to a lot in the last couple weeks that's really really beautiful album and i think i'll probably pick one of his albums for uh like a full episode in the near future because i've been listening to him a lot lately um let's see uh swan's glowing man Oh yeah, right. I I didn't, I didn't listen it. to it all the way through enough because it's kind of a a whole thing to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> bit it's two hours. It's but a bit of a I, dense sit down. I love it. Uh, I think it's a it's a good ending to you know that whole stretch of yeah this era of, of swans and now they're gonna they're not breaking up but they're gonna kind of. I think like regroup and probably do a different style as they've always kind of done. They've always been kind of evolving throughout their career. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great end to that like trilogy of huge, massive albums that I loved all of. So yeah, yeah. I definitely wanted to give a mention to that. Um, stage four from Touche Amour. Uh, right, I forgot they a, put out an album this year. Yeah, this is one of the saddest albums I heard this year for sure. Uh, I think I talked about it when it came out, but, and I've, I've, this is another one, like I started going back to like really recently and listened to a bunch. Cause I listened to it a couple times when it came out, but kind of, you know, it got lost in the, the mix of everything that was out towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But the whole, you know, Touche Moore is like emo post hardcore band. So you of course have to be into that kind of thing first if you're gonna like them but man this whole album is about the vocalist dealing with his mother dying of cancer and it talks about how like she died while he was like on stage playing a show and like he missed her last call to him and like oh man it's and it's just like it's a perfect topic for like an emo album because it's like it's not just like teenage whiny shit like this is like serious Mm -hmm. devastating emotional stuff you know and it's it's really moving like i've definitely teared up listening to that album more than once (laughs) i'll have to go back and um, check it out though yeah because i never got around to it and they just have like um you know they're just like such an energetic band and it's very very cathartic you know, kind of listen to them, them dealing with stuff like that in that way, which is like what emo is always good for. But, uh, mm-hmm. oh man, 
this list is longer than I thought it would be. These yeah. are just my honorable mentions. Uh, yeah. Nicholas Jar. Sirens, right. Nico Jar, Sirens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That album was tasty. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, it was a fucking... <laughs> I'm into it. Lovely little album. <laughs> so where the fuck did Josh go? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's just gone. He's just been just clacking, gonna... clacking around, and yeah. now he's gone. I think we should just bullshit until I do my actual favorites. Should we talk about but coffee I... some more? Yeah, let's talk about coffee. Yeah, because I noticed, I noticed my, uh... you're still drinking it, and you, you're still not without a shirt, or you're not with a shirt. You're no I longer am... with shirt. <laughs> I am without a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which was blamed on the coffee. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he's taken a number two. Sounds like it. Or, yeah. I guess, time-wise. He's going to be gone for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> he just popped out for 15 yeah. minutes. We should have just, just, like, blazed through and then just we should have just ended the episode. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just end it. That'll be really fun. <laughs> we'll just not be on Skype. We should just leave it open, though, and just walk away. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be great. For the whole thing man my cat oh, yeah. is in the den with me and oh, yeah. she keeps running around and grabbing all of the cords and shaking them and meowing them i i don't think it's being picked up on the mic but if anyone's hearing uh, a random tromping sound and scratching sound it's the cat i hope you could hear that toilet too because yeah, that just... was loud on all <laughs> i guess he yeah, if you it didn't hear the... josh just flushed the toilet it. yeah and it was pretty he's, obvious. He's back. It was the loudest. Oh, our, our great host we has have returned. Ever dealt with. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. Did you have to? <laughs> you have a good journey. Well, yeah. What I were did. You, what were you doing back there? Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Well, I I went through my couple honorable mentions, and I thought I'd wait till you were back for my. Oh, favorites. so patient, so patient. I know. We talked about coffee and cats a little bit. Uh, yeah. Oh, good, you did, you did. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I I made a, a top ten, um, and it's kind of like Ted's. It's most of it's in no particular order. I do have, you know, like a pair of albums I would put at the top that I think are you know the best things that came out. Um, but I'll just start going through it. Uh, yeah. At the bottom, fittingly, uh, bottomless pit from Death Grips. <laughs> Shit is oh. so good. Yeah. <laughs> How can it be at the bottom if it's bottomless? I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. So it's it's just suspended in there's actually, you know, a bunch a bunch of stuff beyond, you know, number ten on a list I wrote out. Uh Infinity mm. albums underneath. Infinity it. albums, yeah. But bottomless pit was bottomless great. Pit. It was um you know, I I've i I've still been on the Death Grips train and I was before this, but uh I liked like I liked Jenny Death, but it didn't like thrill me as some as much as like some of the earlier stuff did. And this album is definitely kind of going back to the style of the Money Store, and it's like um, it's definitely like their most catchy album in a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and I like that about it. But it starts off with like some super weird. Death Grip shit. Like the first two songs, like we talked talked about, the giving bad people good ideas is like brutal, and uh, Hothead is fucking weird as shit. And then it kind of goes on after that to just have like some of their catchiest like, and 
some of their catchiest stuff. Like if if I were to show my mom this album, she would probably like it, depending on <laughs> judging <laughs> judging on the Death Grip songs she she did like. But man, like the the things I love about them are still there in like full force. Like the production on this album is so fucking creative, um, and it's so fun to listen to. Uh, I don't know. I I thought it was great. I think it's one of their best albums, and I think it kind of got forgotten about this year a little bit. But don't don't sleep on Bottomless Pit, guys. It's good. <laughs> just wanna just wanna put that out there. Uh, I put Untitled Unmastered on my top ten. I think it deserves oh, because it did. because okay. you know what? Because you know what? I listen to this album so fucking much. Yeah. Um, it deserves it, and it's like even though it's like a out. Uh, you know, compilation of outtakes from Good Kid, Mad City. Like it's better than most hip hop albums. So, Pepper mm. Butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not sorry, Good Kid, Mad Butterfly. City. Yep. Right. <laughs> that would make sense, being as that was the most recent one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's on there. Great release from Kendrick. Uh, I have no idea how he's going to follow Keep up, it up everything he's done. You know, because everyone's got to reach a peak somewhere. But I, don't, <laughs> I think I believe in him. I believe in him. He can keep going. Yeah, I uh, really hope. Yeah, I, I, I really liked, hope I liked, Kendrick's career arc is not that short. No, I don't think it will be. But uh, I, I do think that Untitled Unmastered had some of the like strangest stuff he's ever rapped over, and I liked mm-hmm. that it was still like pretty. Um, he was like exploring a lot of new ideas, which it would make sense coming from Pimp a Butterfly because he was trying like all kinds of styles he hadn't done before on that album. Um, yeah, great stuff. Uh, we already talked about it, but Blank Face is on here, so we don't have to talk about that <laughs> yep. anymore. But yep. Blank Face, uh, the Pine Grove album, Cardinal. Yeah, that was on my honorable mention. Mm, I, I forgot about so that one. Yeah, and this one is because this is one of my favorite. Uh, rock albums I heard this year it's got a great like youthful energy and passion to it uh, fantastic songwriting from you know this like small upcoming band and I have a lot of really good memories associated with it now from going to South by Southwest this year and seeing them play like three different times including <laughs> at like a at like a house party which was one of my favorite shows I went to this year for sure was seeing uh, <laughs> Pine Grove at this like crowded ass frat house in uh, Austin. <laughs> God, I want to go to, <laughs> to South by. That was Damn great. It. Um, yeah, Pine Grove Cardinal, fucking awesome. Check it out. Uh, Run the Jewels three. Run that it's Jewels so good. three. <laughs> Straight from <laughs> so the garden. Straight from the garden. Yeah. Yep. Run the Jewels uh, live from the garden. All right. Let's talk about about that one a little bit because yeah, I this and this one did come it. out in 2016, and it's been like a month, and I've listened to it like almost nonstop. So yeah, it's, I've uh, it's going to it on. It's an going awful on lot. my fucking list. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, run the jewels. Got three, any man. favorites from it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Like most, <laughs> like most of the album. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's a. Uh, I would have to give it some more time to see where it stands, but like, I am so fucking happy with it. Like, I yeah. think they they upped the production game. Like, the production is more dense and like interesting. It's getting closer to like how dense the production is on LP's solo albums. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell he's kind of um, moving away from like just making an album of straight bangers 
to a uh, and that's a good thing about cool thing about this album too is they kind of go they delve a little more into their um, you know more serious side doing some more like politically focused raps and stuff mm. uh, I think the I like opening track is yes a and fucking killer it's so fucking good and like when I first heard it I was kind of like man there's kind of starting off you know not as high energy as usual but I was like man this is this is good and like the verses were really great um, and the hook on that song is awesome. Oh my god! I love yes. it. Yeah, and oh, yes. when I noticed when I noticed like listening to it over and over again, like the backing vocals on that track are done so well. Like there's like three different tracks of backing vocals that are like harmonizing with each other. It's mm-hmm. so fucking good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... the down is a great opener, and I love like the sentiment of it because it's talking about how before they started Run the Jewels, they kind of felt like they were both of them didn't really know where they were going with their careers like felt like they might have you know petered out um which is common for you know rappers who were their age you know four or five years ago they were in their mid-30s you know so for a lot of people it's like oh man am i relevant anymore and then they found this you know uh they found each other like chemistry together now they're like now they're like killing it (laughs) yeah you know yeah um i i love that song i love the hook on it so much um, I don't know. Yeah. That that song is down really... is great. Um, and talk to me is kind of where the you know the energy picks up, and we kind of get like a classic Run the Jewels track. Uh, so fucking good. And man, I love they did it in Run the Jewels too as well. But this one did a really good job with like the beats kind of like seamlessly flowing into into each other, mm-hmm. especially. Um, just on that like first pair like the end of down has that sort of like uh echoed you know um like crunchy synth line from the beginning of talk to me sort of fade in yeah and then you get like the then you get like the pounding drums that come in a man like production on that song is so fucking good and this whole album Um, uh there's just like such a huge stretch like yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, 2100 um is one of my favorite tracks they've ever done yeah yeah that's it's uh-huh. yeah <laughs> it's so good <laughs> it's I was so like, good yeah it's okay um and uh um i also i love oh mama god yeah that was good man but there's just i had to put this one on my list because like i've been listening to it non-stop and i don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon <laughs> and it's been that's been the case with like all their all releases their is like I, I so, listen to them I listen to them almost until I'm like sick of them. So here's the like here's the months. the critical question. Yeah. Does it replace Run the Jewels One as your running album? Uh, I don't know. It might not because it's uh well I don't know. I would I would listen to this. So you could run a little longer with this. Run the Jewels. That's true. One is Run the Jewels short. One is only like 32 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, Run the Jewels One has a special place in my heart, but I think, I think Run the Jewels Two and this are better. Like they've, mm. you know, moved forward my, and uh... kind of like. Uh, perf- I think, I don't know. I think this album is a sound of them like really, really, because I thought they had on Run the Jewels Two, but I think this is like the sound of them really perfecting their their uh, chemistry together like even more. So ah, uh, so see the I. 
I thought Run the Jewels 2 was really good, but it mm-hmm. was the Killer Mike show. Yeah. More than it was Run the Jewels. Oh, yeah. That was, I was going to say, like, yeah, this, this sounds like, yeah, Run the Jewels 2 was pretty Killer Mike centric, I guess. Um, Which, like, I like it. Like, don't get me wrong, Killer Mike is. I think. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do too. And, um, yeah, I've always been, like, uh, more like I love both of them, but I was like an LP guy before you know Run the Jewels started, and so I've always had a soft spot for him. Like I love mm-hmm. his style and his lyrics, and like the weird ways that he flows, and kind of like how every time I listen to one of his verses, I like catch new things, and they're just like really fucking clever. Uh, but man, I think he like really stepped up his like lyricism game on this one. Like there are so many. LP lines on this fucking album that are so fucking funny and like Amazing. so clever. Yeah. 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 This is, this one totally feels like, you know, they're just like evenly matched and they've, they've always had like their different styles, but it didn't seem like the focus was on either one. On of them. either they're one both, of them. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. I really like yeah. that. Felt more balanced yeah. to me. And some of them, man, like on legend has it, which I think is like one of the best bangers they've ever done. Like there's that part where like they're, they're like both just trading like really short verses back and forth, like oh man, it's so fucking good. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But okay. So many, so many of the. Anyways, yeah. I guess we could talk about it more later, but I love it. Love the album. Um. Yeah. So I'll just move on though, since we're not here to just talk about that, and I have to talk a lot about <laughs> the other albums I listen to. But I don't yep. know if everyone listened to it, so it might not go on as long. Uh, Injury Reserve, which is kind of a late comer too. Their album came out in like middle of December. They have a new album called Floss. They're like a young, a younger hip hop group from Arizona, of all places. They had an album out last year that I really liked that I mentioned at some point in this podcast. Uh, it's probably it's, I don't know if you guys are, would remember it, but it's probably buried in like a list of things I spouted off. But uh, mm. Yeah, they have a new album called Floss that is, uh, yeah, one of the best hip-hop albums I heard this year. Um, super ambitious project from, like, a young group. Uh, it needs to get some more attention. It's fucking great. That's all I'm going to say. You guys should go listen to it. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy it exists. And, yeah, this one, I'm happy that we had the time to uh, kind of, like, wait through January to see what my favorite is. Because this is, like, the same deal with Run the Jewels 3, it came out like around the same time, a little bit earlier, and I've just been listening to it over and over and over again since it came out. Uh, yeah, so Injury Reserve, Floss, check it out. Um, let's see, what else is on here? Oh, uh, K Trinata, 99.9%. Yeah. I've mentioned before, it's like a producer album. Um, K Trinata is a sort of new-ish producer. He's done a lot of stuff with, you know, a lot of hip-hop artists. He's produced for, like, Freddie Gibbs. He's done tracks on, like, the Bad, Bad, Not Good albums. Um, kind of, like, it's kind there's, like, similarities to, like, some of the more modern jazzy producers, like, someone like Thundercat or, like, Fly Low. Uh, stuff like that, but it's also, like, very, very colorful and, like, very positive and just, like, this album is just super fucking fun. Like it's, um, it's got kind of the producer 
album quality where it's kind of all over the place and there's like a lot of collaborations but like all the collaborations are really really fucking good and even though it's all over the place it's like super fun to listen to but yeah there's some great features on here like there's a collab with uh bad bad not good you know anderson mm. pox on here the uh mm. the singer from little dragons on there Ooh. there's yeah, a like jazz drummer kareem riggins pretty um and that one there's like a gold link there's a bunch of people on it but yeah this is yeah this is like the one i've been throwing on all year whenever i just want like something that's gonna make me really fucking happy when i listen to it (laughs) (laughs) okay and it's great yeah k trinata 99.9 percent um so yeah now we're in uh basically the top three the albums that sort of blew me away this year are uh first of all feeling kind of free from the drones Mm -hmm. um was i don't know i think I've always talked. I've talked about them a bunch on this show, so I won't talk about it too much. But they're a, a band from Australia. They're kind of got like a really dark, gritty uh, sound to them. It's kind of hard to. They started off. We did one of their albums, you know, a few episodes back. They started off kind of like just like a gritty blues rock band, but they've become like a little more, just a little weirder, and like mm-hmm. like some of the tracks in this album are like downright like scary sounding yeah the, the like, beginning of the album yeah in particular. private execution was like when the first time i listened to that album when it starts off with private execution which is like one of the eeriest sounding tracks heard this year like it just i was like holy shit <laughs> it got me so excited uh but yeah it's it's great i think it's probably their best album they've done um fantastic like really uh cynical and like bitter lyricism mixed with just like kind of like gross and eerie and nasty uh like instrumental work um great for like i think it kind of like perfectly reflected the sort of terrifying nature of like how things are going in the world this year I found it as kind of a uh, good reflection of that and yeah so that's that's one of my favorite albums of the year the drones feeling kind of free Uh, yeah um, Danny Brown Atrocity Atrocity Exhibition yep yeah knew that would be up there yep Um, yeah this is the hip hop album this year that impressed me the most Uh, and I I knew it was going to happen or I knew I was going to really like it when I heard the first uh, singles from this album. When When It Rain came out, I was like, man, this is this sounds fucking insane. Um, and, you know, Danny Brown's always been, you know, the type of guy, like, he's a fucking weird guy. Like, he's, he's always rapping over weird stuff that no one else will rap over. He has, like, a really strange style and, like, super weird voice that a lot of people find, like, unbearable. it it kind of grows on you uh but i love it i think he's he's like i think he's like one of the most unique artists in hip-hop uh but man this album is so fucking good like all the production choices on this it was like my probably my favorite uh production on a hip-hop album this year because it was so fucking out there and there's just like the crazy like industrial shit like on ain't it funny where i was like oh my god like who else would mm-hmm. 
put out a track with this instrumental. With that, yeah, like the fucking like huge, like deafening horns. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's and just like the fucking like the fucking like bass that's like so fucking fat and low. I don't Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. man. That album, uh, yeah, that there's so many. Yeah, this one, it it just really seemed like he had like come into his own and made something that was totally his style. That was like you know, totally unique for him as an artist. And I think it was like, I think it's a huge achievement for him. Like, I think he's, I think he's definitely solidified his name as like one of the most interesting people in the genre with that album. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's, that's fair to say for sure. Yeah. yeah. That was a fantastic uh, album. It really yep. grew on me this, yep. this winter. Yeah. But then, yeah, to end it off, um, and what I think I would probably say if I were forced to pick a number one, it's got to be Black Star. Black uh, Star, Black Star. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's got to yeah. be because, I don't know, there's just, there's so much about that album that is so particular to, you know, the events surrounding it that it's mm-hmm. um, a, like, completely unique thing. I mean... I can't separate the album from, you know, like I remember when it came out, it's like a little over a year now. Like I remember listening to it and thinking like, oh man. Well, I remember listening to Black Star, the single, which is like yeah. an amazing song. Yeah. Um, and it's just crazy that David Bowie was still doing this stuff that he was like pushing, you know, his limits. He was still like experimenting with a lot of new sounds and stuff and yeah the track black star is amazing that and lazarus came out before the album and there was mm-hmm. like uh, a different version of tis a pity she was a whore that came out like a year ago or yeah or like sue in a season of, so some of them came out before in like alternate versions and i i found out later that a, i guess some of them had been part of like a a musical he was trying to put together yeah, they're still working the on last that, couple... if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, there's, like, fragments of it ended up on Blackstar. Uh, but I don't know, this... That album, like, just made me think about, you know, the relation between, like, a musician and their art, like, more than anything else this year. And it was one mm-hmm. of the most... I don't know, it was just... It was just so fucking eerie, like listening to it after, you know, he died two days later after it came out and listening to it and like hearing like all the obvious references to like being on the edge of death and Mm -hmm. talking about how, I don't know, it's, it's fucking strange. And it's, uh, and I think it's like one of his best albums, like period, like the thing is flawless, I think, I don't know. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's just impressive to me to you know have a career where you've released so much iconic stuff and then to be able to sort of end it you know days before your own death with an album that's impressive and that's yeah i don't know that's that's why i have to like yeah if i if i were forced to pick this would be the one i'd pick it makes Um, a lot of sense yeah because it's it's kind of not something that actually happens it's something that happens in books or in movies or whatever. It's, yeah. 
too yeah. timely. It's nuts. So yeah, it is a very reasonable choice. Mm. Anyways, so that's my <laughs> that's my list. Sorry, it was so long. <laughs> I started yeah, when geez. we started. I only had like like six or seven on here, and then while we were recording the episode, I added a bunch of other stuff. Full yep. Of stuff you guys, so. <laughs> yep. 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 That's, yep. That's what happens going last. <laughs> <laughs> I started trying to do that going second and did not. Yeah. Do it quite as as perfectly as I would have hoped. Good thing I went first, I guess. Yeah, you were organized, getting called out, and this time it worked out. <laughs> Who knew that would ever happen? Well, guys, um, we kind of need to wrap up. Unfortunately, yeah. I've got uh, so many places to be. Life is suddenly way oh, busier so than popular. I thought it. I, either popular, or I just like busy i don't know yeah I, my my general rule is like hey try and plan something now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird it's weird uh there was something else there was something else and i can't remember what it was so we're gonna be back at some point with a yeah in theory like in theory in slightly over a week we should be back mm-hmm. with normal episodes again um that's then we plan. can talk about 2017 music. Uh, I did receive uh, some fan mail. The oh, fan really? mail. The fan Wait, mail. Email or mail mail. Uh, Facebook message. Uh, <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. What'd you get? Uh, I was told. Dick pics. I was told that we need to immediately resume. Upload dick pics. Singing the episode out. <laughs> I I really liked that part of it. I did. It just had a rough patch. So yeah, there was some there, there was some uh, some downtime there where it didn't work quite as well as we would have hoped. So we killed it. But the feedback I received was all in capital letters. Why aren't Ted and Camden singing the episode out anymore? <laughs> Wait, who whose opinion is this? That's I can't share uh, whose opinion it was. <laughs> They didn't say that I could say their name, so I assume oh. that they requested to be held anonymous or remain anonymous. Ah, I see. Uh, let's just say that it it comes from somewhere close to home. <laughs> it's <Okay>. an insider. <laughs> so it's, it's a sounding board insider has requested that we immediately resume singing episodes out. Okay, I'm up for it. Let's so with that in mind. Well, we can't. Let's let's take oh, this episode out by combining everything into one. Oh, okay. We've mentioned like fifty albums. <laughs> I know. What if I what yeah. if I just sing one week from Bare Naked Ladies? <laughs> yes. All right. Let's do okay. it. All right. Uh, which one does it start with? It doesn't start with Chickadee China, right? No. Oh, it, it starts, starts with, with Apps Man. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, this is all a reference to an to an album that we've been listening to a lot that came out in 2017. And we will super talk about next week. Um, yeah, it's not the re- as our main it's the album. Reissue, it's the reissue of Bare Naked Ladies album. That's that <laughs> we, we, I, I almost wonder if we should do that album as its own episode. By the Good way, like PNL. Oh well, if someone wants to pick it, I might, I might pick that for my next one. It's all right. Really <laughs> remarkable. Anyway, okay. all right. All right. Yes, man. One week since you looked at me. <laughs> Turn your head to the Swiss side. I said you're angry. <laughs> Two weeks since the afternoon. I said, ba 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 ba, cut. So, da ba do. 
I'm just gonna skip to uh, chickadee. Chickadee China. I feel like we should be giving him a backbeat, Ted. I don't know the album I can do ain't it funny. Like guaranteed Something something about if I made a movie, it would be. Like I make I make mad films. Wait, I make mad films. But if I did, they'd have a samurai. Yep, yep. All right, good. All right, guys. Thanks so that much. Was this was. I'm. I'm glad we're back <laughs> at this. I, I, I missed. I missed talking to you guys. Um, Way to bring it back. <laughs> let's aim at, at doing another one soon, uh, where we will be talking about Camden. You picked an album. Oh, I did way back in the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna listen to my sad sack winter album, uh, songs about leaving from Carissa's weird. Awesome. We're gonna find out. Is Carissa uh, weird? Or is, about why is her weird? weird? Spelled. Is she yeah. leaving? Yeah, yeah, is she leaving? <laughs> There's certainly a lot of songs about it. I mean, <laughs> gotta say, all these all these questions should be answered. There, yeah, there are a lot of questions, and we'll we'll get to the bottom of this album next time. In the meantime, you can find us in all the normal ways: uh, Facebook, Twitter, email. Sounding Board Podcast. We're basically Sounding Board Podcast everywhere, except on Twitter where we're at Not Always Music because we don't always talk about music. Get it? Get it? Um, If you send us a message, like, I will probably bring it up. It'll almost certainly happen. I I haven't not. We don't get a lot, and we always kind of like it. So (laughs) we like it like that. Um, Join us next week or next week in a bit. For Chris is Weird, songs about leaving. Uh, you guys already sang us out, so I guess. Yeah, we did talk it before the end. Soon? What's up with that? Damn, we, we fucked up. Fucked it up. All right. Out of habit. All right. I'll do, I'll do the. the uh... <laughs> wow, you nailed that part. That's That was the entirety of the song just sped up. <laughs> Wait, have you Anyways. have you guys? Sorry, real quick, have you guys seen the All Star memes yeah. that have been happening? Don't think so. Like, haven't they the, been happening for years? Like the the video of of All Star, but all the words are in alphabetical order rather than in their normal order, and then it's retuned so it's still to the tune of All Star. Oh God! Or like. Right. The, the the same this thing except it's much. just the word somebody over and over again. Oh <laughs> so, my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's yeah. all tuned, so it's still to the melody of All Star. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds awesome. great. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Thanks so much right, for joining me. Um I'll sing us yeah. out with somebody. No, stop, stop, stop. We're cutting somebody, it out. Somebody, 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 somebody. All right, no, no, we got to stop. Stop, 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 stop. We're done. Stop recording now. Bye. Somebody, 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 somebody,